0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Welcome in ladies and gentlemen to another edition of the go 24 seven podcast. Thanks for listening. It's Ole Miss week. LSU Ole Miss set the go at it in Oxford 6 p.m. Central on ESPN on Saturday. LSU is coming off a big win over Alabama, moving them up to number one overall in the college football playoff poll and all the major polls after beating the Tide for the first time since 2011. Ole Miss coming off a 45-3 non-conference win over New Mexico State, which might as well be a bye week. I'm Billy Emboddy with me, Shay Dixon and Sonny Ship. This is one where, look, LSU has everything ahead of itself now, a relatively clear path to the SEC title game. Ole Miss is the first of three games where you gotta feel pretty good about the Tigers, but Sonny, it's kind of been a little bit of an up and down week practice for LSU. At Ogeron said last night, though, that they finished really strong in terms of their practices this week.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that's exactly what you would expect coming off of coming off of a big game like Alabama. I mean, look, we saw it um, uh, you know, we saw it against Auburn. LSU wasn't as particularly sharp as it had been. Uh, and that was coming off the Florida game that had a ton of hype going into that. So I I, I don't think you can, you know, I don't think you can expect young, uh, you know, 18 to 21, 22 year olds to not have a little bit of a hangover coming off of such a, you know, such a, a huge game against Alabama that everybody had been talking about. And now you look and you have see Ole Miss with a four and six by its record, but that four and six is a little bit deceiving. Four of those, uh, four of those losses have been by eight points or less. You know, this team is probably a couple of, you know, two or three bounces away from being a, uh, you know, a six and a six and six, I mean, a six and four or possibly even a seven and three team. And so, you know, I do think that, you know, that this is a game that LSU has to put the Bama game behind it. And I, figured that it will after a uh, you know a- after a couple of drives on Saturday night it's going to be cold it's going to be uh, it's going to be a little bit tougher to get up for this one but by the time those double zeros hit the scoreboard i think everybody will look back and say all right on to arkansas and uh, feel good about what they see on saturday
2: Yeah no i'm with you i think it's one of those things where you expect a little natural hangover this week You go up there. We've talked about it on the board all week. This is their Super Bowl of sorts. I know the Egg Bowl kind of really is, but uh, Ole Miss would have to win out to even make a bowl game. Uh, They're going to throw the kitchen sink at LSU. Uh, And for LSU, and we'll talk about it a little more in the pod, but it's just going to be about tackling, playing gap assignments, uh, you know, making sure Plumlee and those running backs don't hurt you. And uh, offensively, just do what you've been doing, especially in the passing game where uh, remember, guys, and Sonny alluded to it. They Ole Miss had even played Auburn tight, but Bo Nix almost threw for 400 yards on them. So, if that happened, and we saw what Bo Nix did against LSU, you would have to think Joe Burrow and them could uh, can outscore whatever the Rebels are throwing their way.
1: Yeah, and and one thing uh, LSU will have to contend with is this Ole Miss rushing attack at Ojron, Gabe. Give plenty of praise. They're one of the top rushing units in the country. Rich Rodriguez, as the offensive coordinator, well-known for being able to run the football. And Sonny, after a really physical game against Alabama where Najee Harris really got going in the second half, LSU will have to, again, come out strong against the run and kind of shut it down early.
0: Yeah, and it's a different kind of running attack. You know, uh, Alabama with Najee Harris, I mean, he just pounded them between the tackles. Uh, LSU played him really well, though, in the first half. Um and then, but then the second half, Nick Saban made a concerted effort to get the run game going, and Najee Harris was a load for LSU to handle. Much different rushing attack this week, though. Uh, yes, Ole Miss is the number one uh, rushing offense in the league at 247 yards a game, but John Rice Plumley, Plumley, the uh, true freshman. Quarterback leads him with 777 yards and seven touchdowns. He averages just under 19 rushes a game in his six starts and was held under 92 yards just once. And so, you know, I think I I think he's probably the most dynamic runner that an LSU defense will face behind center since uh, maybe Johnny Manziel. Going back to uh, you know, a, as good as Manziel was at making people miss and being able to make something. That, Out of nothing, Uh, the problem is that Plumlee has been next, you know, just under atrocious as a passer, completing uh, right at fifty percent of his passes. Career high was one hundred forty-one yards against Alabama. It took twenty-eight passes to hit that mark, Um, and so you know LSU is going to be able to to really focus on on stopping that run. You know, I'm anxious to see how much uh Matt Corral, uh the backup plays this week, whether or not Ole Miss has like a you know some special packages to try to get him involved. Because John Rice Plumley, I don't think Ole Miss can beat LSU if they don't get a passing game going. And I don't see John Rice Plumley being able to uh to spark that passing attack.
1: Yeah and Shay and on the flip side of things LSU's offensive line uh, a little banged up, Austin Deculus doubtful, I would say, for this one. He didn't practice all week, so LSU's down a right tackle. Left tackle, Sadiq Charles, expected to sit out this game uh, for a coach's decision. Both will be available, Ed Ogeron said Thursday night, but it still puts LSU in a precarious spot with, with Dare Rosenthal not being able to go. So you're looking at Adrian McGee, you're looking at Ed Ingram having to step up and 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 just move a lot of pieces around.
2: Uh Yeah, and I'll echo what Sonny said, too. I do believe that we see Matt Corral some in this game. And, and remember back in that Cal game, he got bruised ribs or whatever it was, and then all of a sudden Plumley came in and, and ran the Rich Rod offense. But uh, Plumley runs it incredibly well, but I- I'm with Sonny. I think that if they're going to want to throw it to keep pace with LSU, maybe we see Corral play. But, yeah, that's the big storyline, right, for LSU this week is you, you know you don't have both your starting tackles for this game, your backup left tackle and Dare Rosenthal isn't going to play this week, at least Ed Orgeron said he wasn't. So you're moving big Adrian McGee, the left guard, out to left tackle. You've obviously got Badara treor your Juco uh, addition as a backup at right tackle. He'll be starting now. Uh, and then because of moving McGee, you've got to put Ed Ingram, who's obviously very talented, in at left guard. Then you really don't have much depth beyond them unless you're putting Chase and Hines in. So I do think that's one thing I'm really watching. I don't know how big of an issue it is. I know that, you know, Burrow can extend plays, um, you know, in the pocket with his feet, uh, can manipulate the pocket really well. So if that becomes an issue for him, I don't think that um, that's something he can't, you know, work around. And and also he gets the ball out quickly. Uh, we've seen how the short passing game can work and uh, and they know how to get Edwards Dealer into space. So perhaps we're worrying about it too much from an LSU perspective, but I do think, uh, guys, that's glaringly the biggest kind of worry for LSU in a game like this is that their O-line, which played so great a week ago, um, is going to look completely different on Saturday.
1: Yeah, and and, and, and look, it, it's going to be an issue. And, and with Benito Jones in the middle there, Lloyd Cushberry gave him plenty of praise this week. And and so LSU is going to have to step up and, and establish a tone of the game early on, which will be a physical brand of football, I think. You're going to want to run the football and get out of Oxford with a win. And Speaking of winning, we're going to preview the game, which we all, I would say, would think LSU is going to win on the other side of this break from the Go 24-7 podcast.
2: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to the Go 24-7 podcast. Thanks for listening. Gonna hit you guys with some X-Factors and then quick predictions as we wrap up this edition of the pod. Sonny, let's start with you. Who's your X Factor for this one?
0: Well, I'll tell you what, I like the one that I picked last week, Thaddeus Moss, huh? That one, that one actually came to fruition. And I I, I think this week, I think LSU is going to be able to, you know, they're, they're going to be able to throw the ball at will. So I think Terrace Marshall is going to have a big game this week. And And that isn't a, uh, you know, that isn't any, anything earth shattering or, you know, but I do think that this is the game. This is going to be his first game back to where he puts up some big numbers like six or seven, maybe eight catches over a hundred yards, a touchdown or two. I just think that I think that Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase is going to uh you know they're gonna draw some uh, some special attention and the terrace marshals just gonna be able to uh to have a field day. Ole Miss does not have the uh, you know Ole Miss has to get after LSU's um you know offensive line. They have twenty seven sacks on the season. They've got fourteen guys who uh you know who have been in on sacks. So pressure comes from all over the place, but they just don't have the horses to be able to drop and play coverage. And so w- with that said, you know, I think that I think that LSU's trio of receivers is just going to be too much for him, and uh, I'm looking for a big game from Terrace.
1: Yeah, and Shay, uh, last week I, I predicted uh, Cade York to have a big game, special teams being key, and, and uh, I, I like that pick as well. And and this week I'm going to go uh, with I'm going to go with Derek Stingley. He he kind of had uh, his moments of, of certainly getting beat against Alabama. I think he's going to bounce back really well. Against Ole Miss. What say you, Shady?
2: Uh, I'm going with a. I haven't picked him a ton this year. Maybe I have. I'll go Burrow uh, because I think in this game, they're going to need to score points. I think he's going to be dialed in and focused. He's played it. It's going to be in the 20s up there. He's an Ohio kid. He's played in cold weather plenty before, uh, including big playoff games. So he'll be ready if he can dial up, um, you know, what he's done consistently all year. LSU is going to get into the 30s and 40s. And I think that right there would be enough, even if Ole Miss is able to score a handful of touchdowns. I don't think they can keep pace with a Burrow-led offense. So I think your most important piece this week is Burrow and him sort of staying to be the same quarterback he has been all season.
1: And let's start with you. What do you What do you got? Who do you got in this game?
2: I'm going 45-24 LSU, which would be covering the spread or right at the spread. Maybe that's a push if it's at 21 points, but – uh, point being, I do think Ole Miss can get on the board of some touchdowns. The running game may break a couple if, if LSU's not tackling well. Uh, I don't see long sustained drives for Ole Miss that often through the night. And uh, forty-five points sounds about right. Um, maybe LSU gets more. I know that Orgeron's going to want to put kind of his foot on the gas against this team, obviously. But uh, I think that's fair. I think Vegas kind of has this one figured out. Uh, I think it's probably about a three-touchdown game, given what LSU's coming off of with Bama win uh and obviously Ole Miss kind of playing for uh with house money.
0: Yeah, I'm going I'm going uh forty one twenty. I think um I think L- I think LSU covers too. Um I uh, I like what you said, Shay about Vegas and and the spread and all. I think that I think that Ole Miss is able to uh, move the ball a little bit between the twenties, but they kind of they kind of bogged down, have to kick a couple of field goals. They get a late cheap touchdown that makes the game uh, actually look a little closer than it was. So, uh, 41-20, and then uh, on to Arkansas.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go a little bit higher in the scoring range. I think Burrow and uh, this offense has shown obviously forty-six points against Alabama. That they, that they can move it pretty much at will. And and like Burrow said last week, they could have put up 60 points if they didn't shoot themselves in the foot on a few occasions against Alabama. So I'm going to go 52-17 LSU rolls big in Oxford. I, I don't really think the cold weather is going to affect them that much. And uh, all those receiving drills will will uh, <laughs> certainly translate over into the, the cold weather for them. That doesn't really affect them. So I like LSU 52-17 over Ole Miss. And with that, we are going to wrap up this edition of the Go 24-7 podcast. Thanks for listening. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Speaking of uh, some, some great things, we've been getting some great reviews on the podcast from you guys on uh, Go 24-7. And we just had a huge promo go for, for new Go 24-7 s- subscribers. So we appreciate everybody that jumped on board with the new promo. A quick reminder to leave us a rating, leave us a review on the podcast, and let us know what you think. But with that, I think it's time to wrap it all up and hope everyone enjoys uh, yet another LSU football game this weekend. And don't forget, basketball team also plays this Saturday matchup uh, in the afternoon so uh, in the PMAC in Baton Rouge. So with that, I'm going to wrap up this edition of the podcast. Hope everyone has a great week weekend.